first floor of the Mean Queen restaurant is sold out. About 120 mostly female audience members scream and cheer. Some hold dollars up in the air to tip Lola Monet, a drag queen from Juno. Monet wears a low-cut black dress, pearls, and hip pads to fill out her curves. Like many drag performers, she prefers female pronouns when in her drag persona. The Sitka show is only her fourth performance. So I'm a, ba I'm a baby drag queen, sorry. Monet has always been drawn to drag. I've loved dress up ever since I was a little kid. I, it's, it's dress up, it's playtime. After I started like playing with the ladies' clothes, uh, I was never allowed to play dress up again. So I, I, I love doing drag. It allows me to express the feminine side of me just a little bit. For Anne Poindexter, the other headliner, drag has also allowed them to play with gender in a way they weren't allowed growing up. Poindexter uses the pronouns they and them. They grew up Mormon in Utah. Um, well, yeah, so I was very deeply religious for about 23 years, um, from age zero to 23. I was raised to believe that being uh, queer is, you know, an abomination and that it would mean eternal damnation and sadness for me. Poindexter has a thick beard and fake eyelashes, neutral lipstick, and a tan dress. In Poindexter's adult life, gender identity has become incredibly important to them. Um, and especially that space between what is traditionally defined as masculine and feminine, that is where I feel the most comfortable and at home. Poindexter is fortunate. Their family has overcome religious barriers and grown to accept and embrace Poindexter's gender expressions. So they're, they're actually incredibly supportive and cool now. It just took us a few years to get there. And Poindexter's family was also a source of inspiration for their early drag play. My mom was a seamstress, so as a little kid, she would make me these extravagant outfits. And even though it wasn't Halloween, I would tear through, you know, the wilderness of Utah, dressed like a total freak. The show wasn't only a space for the experienced headliners, though. A number of local performers experimented with drag for the first time. That includes Greg, a.k.a. Bailey Craig, the MC of the event. Can you describe for us what you look like right now? <laughs> I am wearing a hideous auburn wig. Uh, it's absolutely terrible. Um, and I'm wearing a fake mustache and cargo shorts and a cream-colored polo with red and green stripes and Birkenstocks and socks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm like, you know, essentially the typical white dad. It is so far from who I am as a woman and how I identify as a woman. The creators were overwhelmed with the rush of support from the community. The show sold out in 36 hours, without even a formal event announcement. Jessica Henry was one of the show's producers. Why drag show? Why Sitka? So I feel like the artistic community here is very receptive and excited about new events. And I just felt like that ever since I moved here, the queer community isn't fully represented. Creating a queer space has already affected Sitka. Here's Erin Bastola, a lifetime resident who enjoyed the show as an audience member. I think it's really great to see this kind of, um, you know, gender non-conforming performance in Sitka. As a member of the LGBT community myself, it's also really kind of comforting and reassuring to see people coming out, both like not just to enjoy a show, but also like in support of, of that. 
These kinds of spaces have the potential to create a more queer-friendly Sitka. That includes a culture with space for kids growing up queer and questioning. I asked Point Dexter if they have any advice for young people who might be drawn to drag. Just experiment. Like, just put on heels if you've always wondered what would it feel like to put on heels. Reporting from Sitka, I'm Rachel Cassandra.